And we're recording. Hi, welcome to Horror Stories. I'm Kelly Aaron, and I've stopped trying to identify episode numbers at the beginning of the podcast because I'm quickly learning that technical difficulties are a possibility. So I um, am going to try to record again a conversation that I had the other day with a guest that didn't quite work out, but that doesn't matter because today we have with us Mr. Quincy Crutchfield, my friend, the owner, creator of KC Night Market. Um, and I'm so excited to have you here today, Quincy. Thanks for being with me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. A little nervous, but I'll, I'm, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm very new at this and, you know, so am I. I've got this freeform style and I'm just kind of trying to wing it, but I've got some, uh, a, a great start with an interesting guest. So it's a recipe for, uh, for fun. We're going to have fun with this. So I like to start out by talking a little bit about how I met my guests. So I remember a while back, um, attending a night market, the first one, Casey night market. And this is an event at the crossroads hotel in Kansas city um, it's a beautiful historic hotel that ties back um, with a lot of uh, local tradition um, and has kept some of the same architectural details. Whoever styled that thing, oh my God, it's amazing. I've been up in the rooms. It's just a gorgeous hotel. But what happens is the KC Night Market, and this is a destination hotel too, for people in the city, they come to the bars on the rooftop and on the main level, it is a destination place, not just for people who are um, staying the night at the hotel. It's just a great place to be. But during KC Night Market, um, Quincy takes over the, and when I'm saying the entire first floor, we go all the way back to the ballroom with about 60 vendors. And yep. I was just struck by it's it was different for me because first of all it was an an art market with a really fun evening vibe. It's from 7 to 11. So you've got a really fun crowd kind of dressing up, coming out to have fun with their friends in a nighttime vibe, which is different than a lot of pop-ups and art events that you have during the day. So that was what really attracted me and made me want to be a part of it as an artist. So I applied for the second one and was so happy to participate. Um, and it's just the best environment. Um, Quincy curates a fabulous show. You get there and just your calm demeanor, um, getting everybody where they need to be in a way that's um, just like, you know, it's going to be a fun show. Um, you've got a sandwich snacks in the back. I love that part. You know, I always forget to eat. I'm packing up and then it's like right before and you've got us covered. I mean, and then there's people coming by the table to get the drink orders and there's all the vendors who are friends who are talking and mm -hmm. it's just a great vibe. So can you tell me a little bit, Quincy, how you got into this business and how you started it? Um, well, I mean, we'd have to start back uh, a decade, I guess. Um, so I got my start, a um, good friend of mine from college, we um, reconnected, I had moved away and came back. He had an event company. And so we started, we were doing events, we were doing fashion shows, we were kind of doing the whole nine um, throughout the city. So that was kind of the start of where I begin to get into that now fast forward um this was something that that it was an idea i had before COVID hit to where i'd seen the vendor markets i but i wanted like i felt like oftentimes and no i'm not this isn't me talking bad about anything or anything like i just felt like it was kind of repetitive um from the from like just the aspect of like okay, cool. I came to this one. Like, why would I come to the next one? Or what's, why, why am I going to the next one? So just needed a, a, a new experience in that, in that arena. Um, so had the idea, it originally started off. Um, it was going to be on black Friday. 
So it was going to be this night market that was actually on Black Friday. So like after Thanksgiving, everything would open up and then you could come shop late. Um, so COVID hit, didn't work, mm. kind of shelved the idea. And then afterwards, um, a friend of mine, uh, Whitney, who works at Crossroads Hotel, randomly saw her out. She said, hey, I'm working at Crossroads Hotel. If you have any event ideas, you know, run them by me. And I was like, OK. And then still wasn't thinking. And then. It just hit me. I was like, oh, wait, like I had this idea. Let's see what they think. Um, sent her, pitched her the idea. She introduced me to Jeremy um, at Crossroads. And so we met. We probably talked for about 45 minutes and never even talked about the event at all. <laughs> um, and then afterwards, he was like, hey, so, you know, I, I've read it. I like the concept. Um, what do you think? So in, in my mind, it was supposed to be small. It was supposed to be like maybe 10. 15 vendors oh um, my gosh so yeah so like i was thinking small like i was just like first time like let's do it and he was like no like i need you to make it big so i was like well if you give me the time to do it then let's go so we've we started and we've kind of been rocking ever since so um yeah so they're great to work with um and i i mean it's a great partnership what what more could you ask for Whitney, and then as so far cool. as yeah and then as far as like it's always been, I've always been into the creative, into the creative side. Um, and I just always want the vendors because they're, y'all are so important. Um, I mean, y'all make the show really. So I always wanted it to be a thing to where you guys feel comfortable and that way you have a great experience. And then from there, everyone, everything else is just kind of a trickle effect from there. Um, You're so right. Kinda, it's kinda like a culture. Make, it's a culture and yeah. it starts with you and Whitney um just like i said uh it's set up like you're gonna have a good time at this event. yeah and, and and that was kind of the concept of like what happens if you merge like nightlife and like shopping um and then you add on top of that local vendors who have amazing designs amazing ideas amazing arts and crafts and so put those two things together and i mean you're bound to have a good time um we have two djs uh Max Groove has always been with us since since the yeah. first one. Um, and so, like, and then we have it. Max back in the ballroom. We have another DJ in the front and atrium. So, yeah, the, the whole thing is for everybody to come out, have a great time. Uh, very, like, chill vibes and just, you know, want to shop, have a good time, have some drinks, have some food. Do you have your uh, date for the next one, Quincy? Mm-hmm. I have a couple of dates. Um, so, and actually, so we're doing a... a a partnership um, event with Guadalupe Center this weekend on the 29th from 11 to 4. Um, I know that's Halloween weekend. We put it in the morning so you can come trick-or-treat with the whole family. And then you can still have time to get dressed up and go out to wherever you need to go. Um, but for a very good cause, my friend Manny Medina started the um, Green Worm Scholarship. And this is a scholarship for first-gen students from the West Side. Um, and I think it'll be a great event. Um, it's going to be really fun. We have some vendors out there. We have some drinks we'll have food we have entertainment so it'll be a fun time and that's on the west side at caesar chavez and like mm -hmm. bellevue right yep at the guadalupe yep. center yeah right on right on very cool and then how about the next one at the crossroads so the next one at the crossroads is in december but also doing one um at the grand hall in power and light in november mm -hmm. okay what's so, that one about you have to wait and see oh <laughs> But but um, that that you you'll see you'll see this weekend actually. So after this event, as soon as it's over with, like I'm gonna announce that one. Um, but it'll it'll be special. It'll be special. Good good. Well, I can't wait. I always love your events, and I just get so excited when I get the email. You keep letting me in, and you know I know that's not a guarantee. Go forward, but I just appreciate you. Thank you for, for letting sure, me for participate. Sure, for sure. So Thank much you for fun. Participating. Yes, I love it. So I also like to kind of ask my guests to get uh, um, you are. Are you from Kansas City originally? Where did you grow up? No, I'm originally from Tullahoma, Tennessee. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Most people don't know where it is. And if I just I say don't. Tullahoma, they're like Oklahoma. And I'm like, nope. And then they'll be like Florida. I'm like, that's Tallahassee. <laughs> it's not it's not us either. <laughs> Um, so Tullahoma is actually in the middle bottom part of the state of Tennessee. It's halfway between Nashville um, and Chattanooga. Um, so, um, yeah, 
I don't know. Some people have heard of the the music festival Bonnaroo. Yes. So, yeah, Bonnaroo is in Manchester, Tennessee. And Bonnaroo is literally where they have it is 15 minutes from my parents' driveway. So, like, that's where we are in the state. Wow. Wow. Did you grow up going to that music festival? Does it kind of shape that town? No, like, um, no, it it was it was after I was I think I was already either. I think I already graduated and had moved had moved from there by that point. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have been a couple times. It's 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 definitely uh, it's definitely a good time. Yeah, very cool. I have never, um, um, I've always wanted to go to Tennessee. Are you anywhere near the mountains? Well, that's what that's what it's about, right? Isn't Bonnaroo in the mountains? No, it's not. It, Bonnaroo is actually not in the mountains. Um, okay. But if you go to Chat, you start getting into the mountains when you go hit Chattanooga. So probably about uh, maybe an hour, hour and 15 minutes from there. Um, and then, and then the further you go east, like into Knoxville, and then you're getting up into like Gatlinburg, which is beautiful, um, in the mm-hmm. fall, fall, winter. Um, and yeah, Gatlinburg, like Dollywood. Oh yeah. And all that's up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dollywood. Um, what brought you to Kansas city and how long ago? College. Um, I wanted to go far away from home. Um, and I played basketball and so kind of the deal with my mom was, I, if I was going far away, I had to go somewhere where I knew somebody. And Park University ended up recruiting, rec- ended up recruiting five of us from Tennessee. Four of us ended up going. Um, one of my teammates, and then two other guys we had actually played against. So we all ended up coming up here. So that was kind of the trade off of that. Um, and That's I beautiful. got here in two thousand. I think was my first. Yep, two thousand. So you've been in Kansas City a long time. Off and on. So I left in 2006, came back in 2009, left again. I've been back now for probably about six years. Um, where's the favorite, your favorite place you've ever lived? Oh, well, it's between, um, it's, it's between here in Tennessee. I mean, those are two homes. So uh, I both equally, because I feel like they both have things that I really enjoy. Right on, right on. So, um, I did invite you today on a podcast called Horror Stories, so yes, you did. I guess let's get into it. Um, are you comfortable talking to me about like what's your uh, you I, your pronouns? I should have said that he him, mm-hmm. and um, uh, what's your sexual orientation? Well, you told me to say the word heterosexual. So oh, I didn't no. tell you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm straight. Okay, cool. Exactly. Absolutely. That is, that is just fine. Um, And uh, do you mind telling us how old you are? I'm 42. Excellent. And what's your relationship status? Uh, I'm single. Okay, excellent. Um, What uh, do you consider yourself on the kink spectrum at all? Define it. Woo! Define kink spectrum. Okay. No, because because okay. Right on. So, I love this so, question. No, no. So, because we talk about where I'm from, right? Right on. So I'm from the south. So like in a very like I would not say very, but like you know what I'm saying, like a, a typical southern family, right? Mm-hmm. So some of this stuff we don't even we don't even have exposure to. You know what I mean? Oh, it, I know. I, I won't say I won't say won't have exposure to, but like it's very much so like not talked about, right? Oh, I know. I absolutely, yeah, so, I can completely relate. So I just want to, I just want to make sure that by definition we're on the same page because, like I said, I, I I listened to the first episode. And, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just want to make sure you know what I mean. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, I I loved I love the education parts. So I would say that the kink spectrum, um, you know, there's some people that maybe enjoy what we would consider vanilla. So um, kind of maybe missionary position, um, uh, not a lot of variety, uh, you know, maybe there is, but it's usually pretty PIV, penis and vagina, 
Um, I don't think there's anything kinky about oral sex. I mean, if oral doesn't come with the model, it just needs to go back to the lot. But, you know, we have, so we have a bill that we can like ding when you, you know, like, like points. <laughs> like family feud, like if you get the number one survey says. <laughs> Maybe we should get that. So, like, we should, like, da 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 Right. It's like nipple clamps, bing. Hot wax, beep. Violet wand, beep. Okay. All right. I'm getting, I'm getting carried away. So, so kind of the vanilla, you know, you know, you're going to do a little blowjob. You're going to lick a little pussy. You're going to fuck maybe in the missionary position. But maybe like if somebody's like getting a little bit like curious, a little kinky, maybe there's a little hair pulling. Maybe there's a little bit of smack on the bottom or maybe there's a little bit of um, restraining the hands lightly. So is that all considered that's all within the vanilla realm? No, I I kind of I ended vanilla okay. and sort of we've entered into sort of like what I would consider some, you know, like entry pralines. level kink. Some what? Like, we went from vanilla to like pralines or something. <laughs> <laughs> we have we're added like, the pecans. We're, we're into <laughs> we, French we have now, the right? strudel. Yes, exactly. There's a there's a caramel ribbon. Okay. Um, so anyway, yes, that's exactly it's like maybe a little entry level like that, a little smack, a little hair pull. Somebody else's definition might be different, but this is just kind of mine. This is very okay. subjective. And then it can kind of go into like um, uh, uh, Sasha and I recorded an episode uh, yesterday that will be airing soon where we talked about foot fetishes. So sometimes somebody can have a fetish. <laughs> By the look of your okay. face, that's not you. Oh, I forgot you can see. Me. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's something. I totally forgot that you can see. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't. So listen. Okay. Okay. There's times, but I don't. I'm not. I don't really like feet. Like j- just in general, you know. Like oh, not yeah. even my own. Oh, that's I mean? just such a. But that's, I mean, but right. I'm, that is. But like, mm-hmm. But under the certain circumstances, I mean, as long you know, you can't have like dirty feet or anything. No, no, exactly. And it's I'm not like, really, like I don't really know that. Yeah, no, I'm cool. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Like that's not a, like a that's not like a weekly thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's special occasion or something. It certainly it certainly is for a lot yeah, of yeah. people. Yeah. And then there's something you know maybe like um uh. Recently, I had a conversation with somebody who talked about how she was in the shower with a partner and he's like, piss in my mouth. And she's like, I'm a little dehydrated right now. Why don't you piss in mine? And that went down and um, she spit it out. Not that if you swallow it that, you know, I'm not yucking on anybody's yum. But, you know, that might be, you know, that might be that might be another kind of little fetish. And then there might be something like if you're talking about. Um, wanting to fist somebody or wanting to uh, give somebody a prostate massage I'll, or wanting like to I'll, peg somebody that that's that re, that requires a conversation. All of this requires conversation, but that might be a little fetish too far for some people. Yeah, I feel like on that though, like I feel like he, like when you say fist somebody, I feel like they have to suggest that you can't just be like, hey, like yo. <laughs> I'm oh. just wondering if, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a, they would have to answer that. I have a story for you. I'm listening. Um, I uh, hooked up with this dude one time and his nickname for 20 years now has been Fister Pooper. And so all my friends know what I'm talking about. You know, if his name for some reason, which usually doesn't come up, but it sure enough is today. So what he did was he we were in bed and he literally was trying to fist me like without a conversation, without laying it out, without the proper lube, without the anything. And then I was like, whoa, 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 like no and then he suggested i take a shit in front of him and i was like look 
I'm going to have to tiki. I'm going to have to TKO on this because I'm not yucking on anybody's yum, but this required a conversation before we got into the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? And it, this is, you know, yeah. just for me, it's just a little too much too fast with you, Fister now Pooper. He, and then coincidentally, that motherfucker kept popping up. He would email me every like three years. And That's then tough. it's email? tough. Like go, like go away. Like I would always ignore it, and then I'll be goddamned if I don't walk into one of my kids' elementary schools, and that guy has got his kids in the same elementary school. So now Fister Pooper, and I kind of don't really super recognize him because he's changed a lot, and I've kind of blocked it out. And it was him. It was totally him. So yeah, God, Fister Pooper. Finally, See? I think I've blocked him on everything and gotten rid of all the whatever. But well, don't talk him back up. People have con- <laughs> people need to have conversations with people before they just start springing things like Com- that on them. Communi- communication can be very important in situations like you know when you're talking about sexual situations. Communi- communication is key. It is. And I think we're so programmed to be sort of um, sex negative or embarrassed about it that it becomes difficult to to have those conversations with people. Um, And that's a good term, you know, and then sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes people are embarrassed. So but it's like you can't go from being shy about your kink or your fetish to just springing it on somebody, you know. So, and once again, I'm not uh, yucking on anybody's yum, but that obviously was not done the correct way. Right. So, okay. Here's the thing as humans, right? We, we, sometimes we don't, we don't know when to stop. We don't know like, Hey, I've hit the line. You know what I mean? Like, let's just, let's see where this line is. People just keep going. So Mm -hmm. not to, as you say, yuck on anybody's yum, but sometimes it can be like, Hey, Take it easy a little bit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, let's pump the brakes and, no. you know, uh, have some convos about stuff before we just go trying to throw your whole fist in my pussy. My God. Anyway. Um, so. But but to that point, right? Mm-hmm. From this is from the male perspective, right? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you initiate those conversations? Oh, this is a good question. Um, I have got some friends who are like in their 30s, early 30s. And um, one of them in particular uh, has some uh, kink tendencies, kink, some fetish stuff that she's into. Um, And she... uh, was um gosh hold on i lost my train of thought damn it we're gonna have to edit this part out hold on i knew i shouldn't have gotten stoned before we get on the thing hold on um (laughs) oh i know so she comes to me she's a little kinky she started dating a dude that uh was kind of boring and vanilla in the sack for her for her preference and she was gonna dump him And I suggested, I said, have you had a conversation with him about some of the things that you like? It could be that he is into some of the same things and is just embarrassed or doesn't want to say, doesn't know how to have these conversations. And she's very, uh, has no problem with that. So she actually went back to him and said, hey, these are some of the things that I enjoy. I know it might be a little off the radar of some people, but um, these are some of the things I like. And wouldn't you know it? He was like, oh my gosh, these are some of the things I like too. And it's like, I think they might still be kind of hooking up because it's they, somebody had the conversation, but there's been a lot of times when I can think of like, oh, this person's maybe not, clicking all the buttons but if you don't talk about then you it's kind of right you don't even know the buttons you have to click, exactly you know I mean? exactly you just know like two buttons and you got like 
13. Right, exactly. There's layers yeah. of buttons. There's layers. We'll try to hit all those buttons, but like we need to know some of them. You know? We have to know, exactly. So that Still was... We could get like out of 13, <laughs> we can do like 9 out of 13, and then, you know. Exactly. So that was kind of a point that... So that's, that's a way that I think um you could do it i think you have to develop a rapport with with somebody a little bit even if that's just a even if you're just gonna kind of hook up there's just a mutual respect there and and a a wantingness for both partners to have a good time and for everything to be consensual and then past that um you know it's just up to the people involved but would what about you this scenario okay then? okay right what it what if it like where where do you where's the line if it's just like a hey i was out we've been drinking we hooking up now we're in the moment like did like where do y'all where do you stop you know what i mean exactly so in that, so in that first time do you keep it vanilla or do you like where how do you do that because listen because mm. here's what's gonna happen mm. Guys trying to be trying to keep it within the within range, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't want to be Fister Pooper, right? right? <laughs> We're trying to keep it in range. But again, y'all got thirteen buttons. We've only hit four of them because we're trying to keep it in range on that, right? But then right. tomorrow, y'all got us in the group chat talking bad about us. Like, oh my gosh, you will never <laughs> believe. You see what I'm saying? I see. It's not fair. Yeah. So it's so, not so, fair. But we, but you want us to like keep it in the box, but kind of open it a little bit, because you got at least like if you're not, if you're not, mm-hmm. y'all gonna talk about us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there is room in just a casual hookup to be able to say. Um, sometimes I might start off by saying, "I really." Uh, I have a pair of whatever nipple clamps I like to wear. Like, is there any, is there anything that you like? to wear when you hit this the is bed. what you say in this is what you say like on your way to this hookup i'm just giving you an example of a way to open up the conversation is it, is it, but is this an actual example <laughs> i am interviewing you quincy um right but i'm trying yes, to make sure that i'm in the right exactly the right you gotta so, have the so, right headspace right so i'm um, just asking because yeah, that, because that sounds good on paper, right? Like you should just say, like I have a. But in the moment of like we've had six drinks and like we've made this decision, we're in the Uber because neither one of us should be driving to wherever. Right. What? Like how are you gonna just be like you? By the way, when we get there, I'm gonna need you to throw these nipple clamps on me, or like you know. <laughs> so, so, I'm, so I'm just, I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying to see. I actual... don't think it's ever too early for the convo. I okay. think if you're not okay. going to, I wouldn't tell somebody right away that I'm going to want you to shit in my mouth at some point. That's not something that I would maybe I would, say. I don't know if you should ever do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's safe from a health perspective, just in general. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't like what like that like that's a finishing move because like what are you gonna right, do? After that? Right, right. Like, What's how are you gonna like, top it? You're not gonna kiss them. Uh, no, that. how are you gonna top it? Honestly, yeah. So like that's very like that's the end of the night. Like okay, now you have to leave like quickly because I feel absolutely like that yeah. could wreck it. Where like if you come in like low, like like I like a little hair tug or yeah. a little nipple clamp. Like, is okay. there anything that you like? Um, and then maybe that person's like, you know, uh, no, this is kind of, I'm, I'm down for this, this, and this. Um, and these are, these are hard conversations to have. I mean, as I think about uh, the experiences that I've had in the past, it's a little bit weird to stop the action to talk about logistics. So I think it's kind of like, I think we've probably all gotten used to um, at this point in our lives talking to people about condom usage versus no condom usage and, or you know, a quick conversation like that. Um, just sneak that nipple clamp in on that part, I guess, yeah, you yeah. know. So um, should, should we create an app where if you get ready to hook up with somebody, y'all both have a profile, they can see your list. of Yes, like- this is the thirteen. These first, are the 13. First, yeah. We're going to come. Where, dun, night, dun, dun, night one, 
this is as far as we can go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. Right. I think that that would be, I think it would solve a lot of complication, ease some mm-hmm. conversation, make it a lis- little less embarrassing. It would normalize it. You know, there's still, um, uh, yeah, I mean, the Internet's a place to find it if you want to get down on it. So, um, like a business card, like a hookup business card, like the dot card. Absolutely. So, if you're about to hook up, they can just tap their phone on your card and they can get your profile of, like, all right, cool. I know to keep it right here in this place. Yes. In fact, I went to this resort um, uh, in Cancun and we took it over. Um, It was, uh, there was a dungeon one night. There are, um, I mean, it's a clothing optional resort. Oh, this group called Life on the Swing Set. Um, it's Is this it group you're part of. Um, yes, I went to this thing. I listened okay. to their podcasts. Um, I have friends from the group. It's just an amazing okay. bunch of people who are super uh, open and free. But when you get there, they'll give you, they have people there to help you make a necklace that has a bead that says like, I'm hetero or I'm, um, maybe a homosexual or maybe you're pansexual or you're here for action. You're not here for action. There were color coded beads for all these questions. So you could, find out a lot about the person just by looking at the beads that they had on. So something similar to the app, that's but not of, as... That's a, yeah, that's a lot of memory, though. Especially it if you is. got some drinks, now you're trying to look at that bead. <laughs> yeah. Is that like red or is it more of a maroon? <laughs> it could yeah, be a I deal mean, breaker if you don't know right, the difference. Right, you could really right. go down the wrong yeah. path. So yeah. to answer the question... Are you on the kink spectrum? Would you consider yourself on the kink spectrum? And I'm not talking about just foot fetish. That doesn't matter. I'm just talking about just all these things, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. That was what I'm supposed to say. Yes. I'm in the (laughs) vanilla to mint chocolate chip range, not all the way over in the, like, pistachio. Right, right. Well, give me some examples. What do you like? Um, Are you comfortable sharing? Let me think. What, so is this stuff I'm comfortable doing or having done just, or both? Um, both. Or maybe maybe you want to do it and you haven't done it yet. Hmm. Maybe I want to do it and haven't done it yet. I think, you know, I think I've covered all areas of vanilla. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Into the like. Like hair pulling, that, that now there's something like I've been asked to do certain things that I was just very not going to do. Like what? Um, like it was like a, it was like wanted to be like almost like a rape, rapey vibe. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not, I'm not, nah. I just don't see myself as a, yeah, no. Right. But that's good. Yeah, it's I, good like, to know what you don't want too. I think that's yeah, really yeah, yeah. important. Yeah, like, but I mean, I mean, I feel like, I feel like for me, it would be very much so. Like, you know, we could try it, but like, but then there, then I start thinking, I'm like, yeah, that's probably a lot of stuff within that we could try it that other people know that I don't know, and now I'm like, you know what I mean? But I, oh, I, I, think I like, totally know yeah. what you mean. Like, I mean, totally. like, we could try it, and then you walk in, and then she got, like, a room where she want to, like, have you, like, what's that thing? What uh, St. Andrew's, Andrew's Cross. St. Andrew's yeah. Cross. Somebody's Cross. Somebody's Cross. Like, yep. have me chained up like that. Like, we not. I'm not. I'm not about to get. That's not going to happen. Like that. Right. Nah, that's just not. I don't see that mm-hmm. happening. You know? mm-hmm. Right on. Right on. And yeah. I. And like, uh, it, like, it's so important to know what you, you do don't. That? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is mm-hmm. that, like. Round number three, where y'all mm-hmm. like this is the third time, and be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm gonna have you spread eagle in the back, chained up." Like, like no, I don't. I think this is it. Right. Yeah. Like I, I don't. For me. Think, right. I'm not not. Yeah. Right. We're not yucking anybody's yum, like we've said. No, no, no. It's just fine. But I, uh, I'm with you on that, and I talked recently on an episode about being in a dungeon and being able to walk around and try some things and do mm-hmm. some things, and figuring out what I did like, what I didn't like. And it was really fun because sometimes you're just not 
introduced you just don't know until you're introduced to something, right. you know, right. I didn't know I liked any kind of nipple, anything really. Um, or it didn't come up on the radar until I went on that trip to Cancun and there was a man. Long, go ahead. How long was, ago was, was it was trip? in uh, November of 2019. So before oh, this the is, pandemic. This is recent. Yeah. Yeah. So before the Interesting. pandemic. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So there was a man there who was an invent. He was an inventor, and we had this. We could go to a ballroom and see people's sex toys, and he brought this machine that you would hook clothespins. These clothespins were attached to this box by wires, and then the clothespins went on your nipples, and then he pushed a button, and the and the uh, clothespins would oscillate back and forth with your nipples in them. And then he could dial up or down the intensity of that machine. And, um, I mean, I'm not, I didn't like anything super hard, but it was, I, it it tweaked something that hadn't been tweaked before. So that was something that I was able to try that I had no idea that I liked that, you know, and um, and now you have another another button. That's why I use the nipple clamp button example. Exactly. That's kind of going back to that example right on. So, um, but once again, we are talking about my kinks, um, uh, what, We're on this show together. what are yours? What are more of yours? I don't know. Like, honestly, like, I feel like, uh, let me think, let me, let me, let me try to come up with a, we can add this, edit this down if I need to think. Well, time. I've already, I'm like, I, I just got to, I got um, back on my tracks. I think I like, you know, a little hair pulling, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like pulling the ladies hair. Right. Um, like some, a little, like she can have her hand on my neck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. A little pressure there. Um, mm-hmm. what else? Just trying to think of. Do you think you're kind of dominant? Would you consider yourself sort of switchy? I would say, I would say, um, I think I would switch like mm-hmm. dominant in certain times, but like also, so this is just me in real life, right? Like I'm very much a uh, I don't know what the what is it sapio, all them. Like mm-hmm. I, I enjoy learning new things, right? So if in the moment she can teach me something, show me, you know, right? Do you what? What are we talking about? You know what I mean? So um, I think I, I I'll probably switch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, again, this is my personal opinion. In in those moments, unless you unless you know everything, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Aren't there times where you should, if one person knows, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. a give and take of 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 who's in charge at the moment. Yes, I think um, uh, definitely I can vibe with that. I've been around people though um, who don't identify as switches who definitely identify as either dom or either sub and you know but how but so just thinking about the the sub and dom right Mm -hmm. so this person that claims that they're dominant right Mm -hmm. so they feel as if they know so much that in every situation I'm in control. Or it could just be a thing where like, nah, like I'm not going outside of my box. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be dominant all the time because this is right. This is the four corners we're touching. So I get that. So I, okay. So, but then as a sub, what if you're with somebody who let's say that you really like, and you wanted them to be a dom, but they've never done that Mm -hmm. as a sub, even in the moment of being the sub, you can say like, yo, like do it. Like I want you to do this. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So then they take control, but like you got to let them know again, operating within the box because next thing you, you know, know he's buttons. trying to put his fist in there, fist in there, <laughs> or his feet in there, and like she ain't into that. Right, right, right. Now he's trying to be dominant, and now she's over here like, oh no, no, Bucko, right, I'm not doing that. Right, so right. I feel like there has to be, there can be, you can be, 
you can be dominant in situations where you are also a sub mm -hmm. and you can be sub in the situation where you're also dominant. Right. I like that. So I think to get a full perspective, a full experience, because I know your, your co-host on that first episode, she was saying she was kind of like trying to get her, what was it called? Where her, like her, it was a book or something. Um, I forget what she called it. Mm -hmm. Like her experience list high so that when she's older, she oh, doesn't really. Right, right. Her right. spank bank. There it is. Spank bank. Right. So, you know, you, you gotta be, I feel like you gotta be both in order to get the full spectrum of, of pleasures. And that's really fun when you're with somebody and you can have those conversations and make those discoveries and what you feel is a safe space without being judged harshly or made fun yeah. of mm -hmm. for it. Sure. Um, there's a really great book. I think it might've been called maybe Miss Scarlet, but it was written by this woman and her name escapes me, but she was a dom in uh, Los Angeles for like a year. And one of her first experiences in this dungeon was with a man who wanted to be tickled. And after she finished this session, she went into this room with the other uh, people in the dungeon and they were talking about, you know, how was your first time out and blah, blah, blah. And she started making fun of this guy and laughing about his tickle fetish. And these other doms in this room said, we don't do that. We don't we don't make fun or light of what people are into or whatever we're here to kind of service them in this way that we're open and she said that that was like the best kickoff conversation that she could have had because it set her up for the rest of these experiences and she looked at it in a different light and I think when you're with the right person you're able to like I said, communicate things in a way where somebody's going to be open and receptive. Maybe they do not want to do that. Dan mm -hmm. Savage talks, he's a podcaster I've spoken about, but he talks about being GGG, good, giving, and game. Game is the part where if it's not going to leave you in a fetal position on the floor, in the corner, maybe you could just try it but there's ftfs fetishes too far and absolutely it's like nah i'm just not into that and that is that doesn't make you not good giving and game that just makes you not wanting to do that thing but if you're with a partner who constantly um you know you say you like rope or you like this or that and you've brought some mild what whatever however your version is mild wild spicy i don't know you bring something to the table you know you should be able to have that discussion so um that's a great point because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what that other person likes. And hey, maybe when you try it, it's going to be something that you really enjoy. And maybe it will add to your button repertoire as mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite um, position? All of them. Okay. I like that. A little variety. Um, what kind Wait, go go ahead. What were we gonna say? So, Elaborate. If somebody asks you that, what do you say? Favorite position? Yeah. Hmm. Is that the one you find yourself in the most? <laughs> like that's <laughs> true. I'm saying in, I'm saying in general, is that is their person's favorite one they find themselves in, oh, in the most? I'm so shy. There's only um who doesn't me. There's only does can you spell it? Dozens of men and a handful of hookers who who know the answer to this. But I do love I like I like mirrors in my spaces. I like to watch myself. Um, I don't watch a lot of porn when I'm fucking because I'm usually watching myself and my partner in a mirror and it's usually standing up. My pelvic floor works best when I'm standing up. See, and... this is like this is this is technical talk. Her pelvic floor. <laughs> We're here to educate on horror stories. Um, Layman's terms, she likes to be standing up. Okay. Yep, yep. Kind of helps my orgasms when I'm standing up. So standing up with mirrors, um, you know, that's my choice. Uh, 
I mean, I just mentioned porn. What's your, do you, do you watch, everybody watches porn. What's your favorite porn? What goes in that search bar, Quincy? Let's look, let's look at my search. No, um, <laughs> I think it, see a lot of my, see, here's the thing. You're going to ask me this question is, is going to sound like I'm deflecting from the question, but it very mm-hmm. much so is like, I'm not deflecting it. That depends, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you like different things on different, like depends on the mood you're in. So true. So give me an example of something Um, when you're in a mood, a particular mood. I feel like, I mean, typical stuff. Like you're looking at like, uh, me, big booty. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. That might be Tuesdays. um, But Mm -hmm. on Thursday, Tuesdays, booty day. You might you might have seen you know uh, I don't know you gotta sometimes you just pull it up and like whatever the the top videos are you just scroll through and be like oh this right this you know look, looks looks good yeah, right yeah, on yeah. right on yeah. um, and then let me, let me let me ask you this though oh so are you like a lot of guys you can just a lot of guys right like do y'all are women the same way like as soon as you like come after watching the porn and y'all like get this filthy stuff off my <laughs> oh yeah i'm done with it shut that laptop get the get this whole laptop away from over me. and you out a new laptop. over and out okay. where's my ice cream ice yeah cream. yeah okay. exactly right Mirror, mirrors ice cream <laughs> nipple clamps be able to cut her bangs and uh, fix <laughs> see oh my god you are such know? a fun guest. Good who, who God. Who would know that these are the buttons on Keeping there, you know? me on my toes. How about uh, group sex? Have you ever had any experience with group sex? Yep. Okay, talk to me about that. Like, it's not a... Who was the... Like, what... You know, uh, how, who? Not who, you know, but who like... Not who. Sex. How many and like, what were the sexual orientations of the people involved? It, it was, it was just, it was, what, hold on. First of all, is group more than two? Mm-hmm. Or do yes. you gotta be like more than three to be a group? No, more than two. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, it was a, it was a threesome with two women. Nice. Nice. What was your, uh, what were your takeaways from that experience? Was it, well, was it just once or was it multiple times? No, nah, this was once. Okay. Once, once. And there was another there was another time where I was invited and I was on my way mm-hmm. and then they called back and like, oh, yeah, by the way, he she wants this guy to watch. I'm like, oh, I'm going back home. I'm not. We're not doing that. No, I can't. That cuck. OK, this is another thing. I'm not yucking on anybody's yum, but I have PTSD over the whole cuck fucking thing. So I would have. Yeah take your little creepy closet door and shove it no thank you but like, or whatever i'm not gonna no i voyeurism ha- is fine i just like i said like, i have a ptsd about the cut yeah. stuff my whole thing is this like safety what right safety issues yes oh so right what happens if, right what it's probably not gonna be the same safety you talk about but like what happens if like you're in there and you're putting in work on their partner right and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden they get upset as a dude that happens like you can't fight naked, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you don't even have strength naked to do anything. So now it's totally awkward. I'm, it's yeah. So now this guy is gonna jump on me. You get whooped in there in the situation. You don't have any strength because you're naked and in it. So now you know what I mean. Like then what happens? You're not gonna get called back for another time. No, and that happens so yeah, like, all no. the time. That happens all the time. I just really feel that again. In my, I feel like that's one of those things to where sometimes, like you have to be honest in what you, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to know your, you got to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say that you want to go in here and watch your, somebody else sleep with uh, from a male heterosexual. You, somebody else, you know, give me a girl meat, and then you can't handle it. Now you in there. Now what? Right, right. Now there's some hard feelings and some jealousy because you didn't know what was going to, you know, maybe somebody else didn't know what they didn't know. And now they do. And you just happen to be there in the middle of it. Mm -mm. You don't want to, you don't. mm -mm. No, it, yeah, that gets really awkward. But the time that I was involved Mm -hmm. um, in in a a three's company scenario, 
Um, listen, I just, <laughs> I just, it was cool. It was good, mm-hmm. but like, I just feel like it's always going to be unless y'all are unless this is established. It's always going to be like one person is like, ah, you was doing a little too much. Now the next day you over there, you know, like sitting over there tight in the corner, now staring at this person like, mm. and then the other person like, you, you asked me to do it. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah, it's very, very challenging to uh, add people to your relationship. That yeah. is for sure. I think. You just, if you're going to do that with an existing partner and invite a third in, you just need to be sure that that third has the best of intentions, that they're not stepping in and wanting to get stick and poke tattoos with your partner and fucking uh, overtake your life. Um, You need somebody who's going to be, you need a partner who would not allow that. Someone who is respectful, someone who puts you and your relationship first has respect for people they bring in but when stuff starts to slide those two people in that relationship need to stick together and um it it really starts to go south i know that when i was uh, i've mentioned i on sasha and i recorded an episode yesterday and i think i maybe mentioned i dated a married couple when i was 27 and he started calling me behind her back and that was when it was over for me that was when there was no way I was going to disrespect my friend um and uh separated myself from the situation because her husband was taking it too far and he was violating the rules and boundaries that we had set up and I was out that was not the cost of admission that I was willing to pay so that it, it it can slide and slip so fast so you like, just have to you communicate. Said was, you said the lady was one of your friends? Yes, yes, yes. So that was, um, you know, I you was... the same age? We were, we were, we were. And I was actually, um, you know, he was part of the deal. He was part of the package deal. But it was her I really liked and was intrigued with and enjoyed spending time with. He was just there, you know. So, uh, not an ideal situation, not an ideal situation, but I was 27 years old. The next time I'm on the show, I'm going like, we're going to, we're going to deep dive into that a little bit more. Oh, hmm. yeah. I think we need to deep dive a little bit on, uh, uh, what was your, like, as you reflect back on that three way that you had, like, what was Mm -hmm. like the most was, what would you, what? What What would you, how would you describe it? Was it exhilarating? Was it a little awkward? Was it scary? Was it fun? Was it overrated? Super awkward. Um, Super awkward. (laughs) Um, They sometimes are. Listen, I feel this, in my opinion, that's just something that it would just have to be a random, like, thing to where none of the three of y'all know each other. Mm-hmm. And y'all just decide like this is what we're going to get into this evening because I just feel like that's why I said the thing about oh she was your friend like wh- like what what are y'all going to talk about? like the next time the next time you see them after this happens right like what are mm-hmm. y'all going to talk about oh hey uh, by the way uh, really liked uh, button number two the other night uh, but can I get past you to grab this jar of peanut butter off the top shelf like what. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does put you at a point where, or do y'all just look at each other and give each other that look as y'all walk past each other in the Whole Foods <laughs> and go grab, you know? <laughs> yes, there's this documentary. Uh, maybe it might be called Plato's Closet, but you need to watch it. It's I that was a close. Have you? Uh, <laughs> it used to be a club in New York City. Where it was a swingers club and it was like, so you'd have all these people who were friends inside and outside the club. And I mean, a club where there was like a mattress room where you would just go and there was just like, yeah, a mattress room. And people just had the plastic covers. I hope so, too, because I could see where that could get messed up pretty fast. 
but it it been? was like I no, this closed years ago. This was a documentary um about the club in its heyday, which I believe was in the seventies. But okay. it was people who were trading partners and um getting their groove on in this club and then before they left this this proprietor said it was wild because before they left they were like you know marge are you going to pick the kids up after soccer or is it going to be me like who had the carpool and we've already got some sweets for the potluck on friday we really need more savories susan are you going to bring those and you know she's like yeah i'll bring that you know what i mean like this is like what you know people in these communities um you know i think it becomes a lot less awkward as you sort of in, integrate in, in my but mind, i like man i mind, get it though what in my mind plato's closet was heavily like a uh, was this like a caucasian event oh yeah yeah okay <laughs> just in my in my mind that's what it was Oh my God. I I'm just trying to paint the proper picture. And in my mind, that's why I just wanted to make sure I was. Seriously. I could okay. talk, I could talk to you. Like the, and they valet the minivans up front. <laughs> exactly. Like oh my. Valet, yeah. Yes. And do you have my jello mold? Because I need to make this thing. It's in the van. It's, it's in the van. Let me go it. grab that for you. And I'm going to bring it right back. Exactly. Right here. That's yeah. right. I also made, I also made Tim some of these. Uh, I know he likes to. Pecan Sandy's like I got him some of those as well. So if you want to, yeah, like that's I pack sandwiches for everybody. If y'all want to grab one before y'all leave, pimento cheese sandwiches for everybody. We want to keep your energy up on the drive yeah. home. And, and, and be yeah. sure to and then, hydrate. And then y'all all pull into the same neighborhood and like, like it's awkward. You know what I mean? It's awkward. We all could have just rode together in the same van. We all we live right next door to each other. Exactly. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's awkward. That's awkward. That's awkward. I feel like that's a very, that's a gated, that's, that might be a gated community thing. You that's I mean? right. Like, I, I don't, don't know. know. But in my mind, when you were telling the story, that's what I had. <laughs> so awkward. It was an awkward situation, you would say. Yeah. 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 I yeah. totally, I totally get it. Um, I mean, it, for so many reasons. Like there was, there could have been things. Things could have been done differently, you know. Oh, always when you look back, the communication or, you know, sometimes. I feel like I, like, I feel like I was like stone cold, like sober, like hadn't been out, like been Mm -hmm. at home chilling. And then it was like, oh, y'all, y'all been drinking, drinking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, right. So you weren't on the same wave. Nah. So, but can you, are you going to, can you say no? Right. It's not every day, right? Usually, but you get asked to participate, so yeah, right. You know, so you gotta, you know, do it up while you can, even under circumstances that are not ideal. Um, right. But uh, would you do it again someday, or are you kind of like more of a one-on-one person? I'm probably more of a one-on-one person, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, some people are like truck people, but if a nice looking car come along, they might, you know, right. buy a car. Buy the ticket, so, I mean, get on the ride. Yeah. yeah. Buy the ticket, get I, on I the mean, ride. I'm sure, I'm sure I could be very, like, not very easily, but easily, like mildly, mediumly persuaded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got any horror stories going on this week? You got any, um... Uh, and we've identified you all over the podcast, so we obviously don't want to uh, um, step on anybody's toes. But you got anything uh, you horned up this week? No, I don't. I don't. I don't really hoard up. I don't think. I, I wouldn't say that I do that. How about think like? I think I'm chill. Like I'm. This week is a chill it's week. It's a chill you know, week. We, we got an event this this weekend. You got to have your energy. So high, you gotta you, know? you gotta have all your uh, your faculties. How about any um, any self care stuff? You got any? Are you gonna go see Carmen for anything? I love her. We should give her a shout out on the West Side. We we should give her a shout out. Her and I are like we beefing right now. She's, We're friends. She, We're beefing right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nah, she she's good. Like she's not. We're we're friends. She's so cool. Um. Uh. What else is up? You got any trips? Did you just go? Did you go to New York recently? I went to New York in August. And what um, were you there my for? My birthday is in August. My birthday is happy in August, so. birthday. So you went there to celebrate. 
yeah, just to hang out. It was my first time being there too. Oh, what did you think of it? It was amazing. I wouldn't live there, but I definitely want to go back soon. Um, I spent two days at the Met, and I definitely could have spent. I actually got lost in the Met and ended up like in like back in the like offices of the Met, <laughs> and and then wow. had to figure out how to get out. Yeah, um, a little bit of a dream come cool. true. Like I think it was cool because I was just like I was bigger than everybody else, so they just felt like I was supposed to be there. And meanwhile, I'm like, yep, somebody helped me get back to where the art is. Um, <laughs> I definitely could have spent another day in there. Um, food was great. Like just finding all the random spots that are, you know, like you just driving. I'm like, wait, let's go check that place out or walking. Let's go in there and see what they're t- doing in there. So like, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it blows me away. It never fails to blow me away. I mean, all I have to do is drive into the city from the airport and I'm awestruck every single time. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I have had the best time talking to you. Um, it's been so fun. And I can't wait for the next night KC Night Market show. But this weekend, once again, you're going to be at the Guadalupe Center. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us what the date is again. Uh Saturday, October 29th, from 11 to 4. Um, we have vendors, we have food, we have drinks, we have candy for trick-or-treating. We have lots of information, good information. Um, network connectors, um, they're helping people like who want to start nonprofits. Um, they'll be there. They're one of our uh, sponsors as well and partners in that. Um, what the Guadalupe Center is doing, my friend Manny starting the Green Worm Scholarship, which is for uh, um, first-gen college students. Um, so we're raising money for that. So yeah, like it'll be a, it'll be a fun time, and then still be done in time to go put on your other costume for the the later on. Right on. We're accommodating all the events. Right. right Absolutely. Right. Well, I should. Do you have any horror stories this week? <laughs> Do I? Um, I have. Uh, a... You like? Because you've been saying like I like as I was listening to that first podcast, like you were like. You were kind of beating around the bush. Like, you were like, no, like, I like my house and, like, no, my, but I don't know if I'm really want somebody to be in my peace or, you know what I mean? So, like, let's ask you, like. <laughs> um, well, I have, uh, I mentioned that I had recently gotten out of a long marriage. So mm-hmm. I'm not looking at hopping back into anything super serious, but I've got. Uh, a thing on Friday. Um, I'm going to go to a music thing with this dude uh, who we've been out a couple times and he's chill and fun and he's game. You know what I mean? Like uh, a lot of times it seems like people want you to go to what they want their what they like it's nice to find some things that we like in common so we've mm-hmm. been on a homes tour we went to this thing called electric poe the other night at the coterie theater in crown center and went to a rocky horror pop-up bar and then this friday we're going to go to a music thing and then i'm going to go to bermuda and hang out in Bermuda for a while, um, not with him, but with some girlfriends, just to get away, spend a little time on the beach. One of my friends lives there and has for a long, long time. So I'm going to go hang out on this 11 by 2 island by a pool in my little pool house and just enjoy my friends and the sun. You got any trips planned? Uh, no, uh, I think I'm here for a minute. Um yeah it's your busy season it's your busy season so yeah i think i'll be around yeah i'll probably go home to tennessee for thanksgiving fun uh, for like a day or something like that nice well i have loved talking to you i appreciate you being on the show quincy you are so much fun everybody check out the next night market what are your handles what social media are you on and how do people find you um so on insta um, we have Casey Night Market at Casey Night Market. That's the night market. And then mine is just my last name with no vowels. So it's C R T C H F L D. So Crutchfield without the vowels. Excellent. Yep. So uh, check it out. 
Quincy, you are so good at what you do. And mm -hmm. I, as one of your vendors that has worked with you several times, just appreciate you so much. And thanks for letting me into your shows. And uh, I will look forward to the next thank, one. Thank you for inviting me to be a guest on your podcast. It's been wonderful. I've loved you. Thank you. Thank you. Loved having you. Um, it's been a blast. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Horror Stories, everybody. This is your host, Kelly, and Sasha will be back with me soon for another episode. But we're going to say goodbye. Thank you so much, Quincy, and signing off, Horror Stories. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to Horror Stories, Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S -E -E at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.